I see you, purpose-led, amazing female entrepreneur. I know how dedicated you are. I know how seriously you take your work and your business. But could you be taking too much responsibility for it? Listen in to find out more. This is the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. I am your host, Lucy Orton. I am the anti-self-sabotage coach and a success and transformation expert. I love all things positive psychology and I transform female purpose-led entrepreneurs from self-sabotaging, procrastinating, imposter syndrome suffering, but very, very talented business owners into the most empowered CEOs who recognize and own that talent and move away from self-sabotage into rock-solid self-belief, supercharged confidence and amazing business success. The Self-Sabotage to Success podcast was created to help women just like you step into your awesome because we so need your voice in the world right now more than ever. I am incredibly grateful to have you here. If you enjoy this episode and the rest of the Self-Sabotage to Success archives, then I'd love to hear from you. You can book a Self-Sabotage breakthrough call using the link in the show notes and you can also help the positive messages of this podcast reach even more female purpose-led entrepreneurs by leaving me a five-star rating or even better, a review on Apple Podcasts. I am so touched by every message and every review I receive. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy today's show and I'm rooting for you and your purpose-led business always. Hello, hello and a huge warm welcome to this week's episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. Fabulous to have you here and also it has been wonderful to be chatting with some of you in the Facebook group. It has been so lovely to have that as a new way of communicating with my listeners. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, do click on the link in the show notes and get yourself in there and in on the conversation. It's a lovely supportive group. It's very personable and manageable and I like to keep it quite small because I want it to be a proper conversation of engaged podcast listeners. So I'm not opening it up more widely. I'm keeping it for you guys, but I would absolutely love for you to join me. So do click on the link in the show notes. I hope you have had a really good week since last week's episode. And this week's episode, I think, is going to resonate quite strongly with a lot of my listeners. And it's all about whether or not you are taking too much responsibility for your purpose-led business, which can initially sound like a misnomer, like, you know, this is your business. You are the show pony. This is only going to happen. Your mission is only going to happen if you get behind it, you put the right effort in, you have the tip-top mindset. And all of that is true. 
But in today's episode, I want to touch on what can happen when we overtake responsibility for our business, when we put that heavy burden on ourselves and that it can often have the opposite effect. But it's also really common. It's something I see a lot because the people I work with are talented and dedicated and have a strong sense of purpose. So it can sometimes be hard to tear themselves away from their business in terms of time, but also in terms of responsibility. And that can cause issues down the line. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about why it is we take on too much responsibility, why we do too much, and why we feel it can only be us that takes on certain tasks, that does certain things. And there's some truth in that. There are some elements of your business that only you can do. But I want to question whether you might in some ways be overloading yourself on the responsibility front. Next, I'm going to be talking about the pitfalls. What is the problem? What can this cause you in terms of extra issues, extra stress and other aspects which are going to be less than healthy for your business's progression going forward and actually will end up being counterproductive, even when you might feel you are working yourself so, so hard. And finally, I'm going to talk about what happens when you loosen your grip, when you let go of overburdening yourself or feeling that real drag of over-responsibility in terms of your business. And How can you make your expectations of what you should and shouldn't be doing more realistic? So that will be the final part of today's podcast. Now, let's begin at the beginning. Why is it that we can end up taking too much responsibility and doing too much? Well, we are often women like us who are in this purpose-led sphere and who are running our own businesses and have had that foresight, that drive and that vision to create something different in the world, to be our own bosses and to run the show, we are also likely to share some character traits. And you may or may not identify as an alpha female, but that can often be one. But you might identify with being very accomplished with being very talented and with being high achieving at various points in your life. If those ring true or not, you might also be able to recognize yourself. If I say you can treat yourself harshly, maybe at times, you can be a critic and expect really high standards of yourself. So that often can lead to you taking on a deeper sense of responsibility than the average person out there who might not ever think about running their own business. It just, it's not part of their makeup. And this can lead to you feeling super overburdened and can increase the likelihood that you are hard on yourself. So, One of the reasons that these two things can connect as well is that we, when we are accomplished and talented and multi-hyphenate, we can feel like because of our capability in multiple areas, 
And because we can do so many tasks and we can be the leader and take on responsibility in so many different areas, that we should. Well, that's a really interesting proposition because there are things that great leaders can do awesomely well but that they don't because they have to focus on other elements of the business. They have to focus on other elements of their life so that they're not constantly working. And it's really important to remember that just because you can do something and even just because you can do something brilliantly well, that doesn't mean that you have to do it. And that can tap into the soloist mindset that I've talked about in the past, where we feel like for an achievement to really matter, it needs to have been achieved by us alone. And we've blown that apart in the past. I talked about it on a previous episode, which I will link to in the show notes as the title has completely evaded me in this moment. But it's really important to unpick that and to remember that being the leader doesn't mean dotting every I and crossing every T. It doesn't mean doing all the things. And sometimes, actually, the best thing you can do for your business is do slightly less and take slightly less of the reins and pass that on to other people if you have a team um, and just give yourself some slack. So I'll talk about that more in the final portion of this podcast. But bringing it back to why it is we can end up taking too much responsibility and working ourselves into the ground. And that can link in with a mindset which is not super progressive and not super helpful to us. It can mean we're tying up feeling worthy and feeling like a good leader with that need to hustle, with that desire to have that badge of honour of busyness and real striving and can be tied up in old ideas and old stories about pausing and resting and taking a step back, being somehow bad or lazy. And we can feel like instead it's better to just continuously strive and always keep going and get stuck in patterns of multitasking when actually what we sometimes need to do is stop and draw a line under activities and pass on responsibilities to others. It can also be because of a perfectionist mindset so that like the the area I mentioned earlier about the soloist desire and feeling like you want to win on your own, the perfectionist mindset can kick in when we feel like we are the ones that can really do every task perfectly. We are the ones that need to oversee every Canva graphic, every conversation about our business. We are the ones that need to be the face and that is exhausting. So that leads me nicely into what the pitfalls are, what the risks are of over-responsibility within your business. And of course, it can be totally interlinked with having trouble delegating, having trouble passing on tasks and maybe employing a VA to begin with, maybe bringing in other team members who can be responsible for certain operational parts of the business. And the main 
pitfall of that is that you increase your chances of burnout. And really sadly, attached to that is the risk that you will lose your passion and you will lose your sense of purpose with the business that you have created. It will start to feel like a millstone around your neck. And for many of my clients, I've heard this story where they left a corporate job and they wanted to create this life of autonomy and richness of experience and absolute sense of purpose. But because they still had, and one of my lovely clients used this phrase, that corporate programming, they created a day-to-day life that actually tied them up as much as their previous job and was one where they felt they had to be achieving and taking responsibility for so many parts of their business. And I think one of the saddest things about that is when we lose our passion, when we lose our purpose, when we risk burnout or when we even experience burnout, it takes away the element of fun, to quote Mary Poppins. It takes away the joy. And I'm a big proponent in making sure that your business does feel fun, making sure that work doesn't feel like work all the time. That's the beauty of designing a business that works for you. And also a major pitfall in over-responsibility taking is that you end up not working to your best, even though you can often be doing it from the greatest of intentions to have that overview of every task and every, you know, situation covered, actually you can end up not performing to your optimum. You can end up feeling like you lack headspace, that you're a headless chicken even and running from one task to another or multitasking, as I said earlier. You can feel lost and outside of your zone of genius and outside of that period when you're feeling in flow, that flow feeling can disappear from your working week if you don't mindfully protect your time, protect your energy and protect how much responsibility you take. And you can end up thinking about too many things at a time and therefore not having that clarity of thought. Really, I think the major pitfall in all of this is that trying to be superwoman at the helm of your purpose-led business is a hiding for nothing. It really is an unhelpful way to create a life that that you know you're trying to make work for you and it's an unhelpful way to create a long-term sustainable business now of course i am not expecting my wonderful listeners to loosen their grip entirely on their business it's always going to feel like your baby it's always going to feel so important to you when you have this purpose this passion and this drive to create to serve and to be out there in the business world but there is a happy medium there is a way of attempting a sustainable business that will give you the purpose but that doesn't have to drain you and doesn't have to take up every waking hour and I think it begins with that recognition that when we reduce our input sometimes we can actually create a better outcome we can create better output So let's have a think about what happens when we loosen our grip. What happens when we make our expectations around what it is we can achieve in a given day, week, month, year 
more realistic. And some of this boils down to the relationship that we have with control and recognizing that we can loosen our grip on some of the control within our business. And that can look different for every founder, every female entrepreneur, every business owner. It might look for you like finally employing that VA and delegating the setup of meetings to someone else. Remembering that when you maybe had a job in corporate, there was someone dealing with that for you. It can also be thinking about bringing on partners. And I've had clients recently create new partnerships with others who have really ended up enriching their business so that they have that new strategic input, so that they have someone who operationally excels in a different area to them and can help create new ideas within the business and can also at the same time take away some of that overburden that they maybe were experiencing. Another way that you can loosen your grip is to bring in accountability partners, bring in someone else external like a coach who can help you question what you're doing, especially when you're in the solopreneur stage of your business and can ask those important probing questions that allow you to think more spaciously, to look at what you're doing in a more intentional way and to have someone to bounce ideas off again. And that can be really important, whoever it is you bring on board, because just being able to have a dialogue can be super helpful when you have a purpose-led business, because otherwise you can end up too much in your own head about it. And by having those conversations, you are starting the process of loosening your grip. You're recognizing that there's another way out there to run a business. It's not only the way that's in your head and that maybe you have overthought or maybe you're getting stuck. So what are the positive consequences of loosening our grip and loosening that sense of all-consuming responsibility for your business? Well, you allow yourself more time. So there's more space for self-care that maybe you might find you've been neglecting if you've been overburdening yourself with responsibility. There's more space for joy so that you can remember what it is that you love within your business and you can focus in that space, in that zone zone of genius and really being able to enjoy what it is you've created and why you went into it, your why to begin with, is really revitalizing in terms of your business. And counterintuitively, by delegating, by sometimes paying for support, for employing other people, for instructing a coach, you can also end up increasing your income. And this can be a really hard one to get your head around because you can feel like if I do everything myself, especially in those early days, I can save money. And that's kind of true, but also there's an opportunity cost. If you get someone else to handle something which is not in your zone of genius or simply just too time consuming, you free up your mind to do the work better, to create more opportunities to perhaps increase your visibility and to really bring more chances for your business to grow and to absolutely thrive. 
And it can be a funny topic, this one. You know, I know that the clients I work with are so dedicated, they have this huge sense of vision and mission. And it can be really strange to encourage people to take a step back from that. But really, like with the income, the rewards are there. If you can take a step back, you're going to increase your sustainability as a business owner. You're going to keep the joy alive in what it is you're doing and keep your eyes on the prize of what it is that brought you into entrepreneurship, that gave you that impetus and that ambition to create something different, not just for those you serve, but also for yourself. And keeping in mind that sometimes when we overburden ourselves and we give ourselves this sense that only we can achieve everything with our business, we can end up causing ourselves problems down the line. There is a sort of caveat, and I've mentioned this before, that in terms of being visible with your business and however that looks in the business that you're in, that kind of is something that the founder needs to own. But in so many other elements of your business, there are awesome people you can bring on, systems that you can create that will leave more space for you to enjoy your life, enjoy your business and keep serving those clients and pursuing that awesome mission for years to come. So I hope you found this week's episode really useful. I'd love to hear if it rings true for you in your business. And Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't joined the Facebook page yet, please do copy the link that is in the show notes. And if you're ready to book your self-sabotage breakthrough call, the link for that is also in the show notes. And I cannot wait to have that conversation with you. Take care. Have an awesome week ahead. I am rooting for you and your business dreams and goals as always. Speak to you soon and have a great week.